1: the virus
4: coronavirus has killed more than 100 people there and infected more than 4500 we have to prepare for the worst always because if you don't
3: and the worst happens
0: war room pandemic here's your host stephen k bannon
3: we're going to go back to scranton pennsylvania live in just a moment Rahim sam alexander priet uh, and also, we got in. We got uh, Captain Maureen Bannon in uh, studio. We got Jack Maxey, my wingman. We're honored to be joined by Sydney Powell. And I promise we're taking audience feedback to let Sydney talk. So, what has led to this? What has led when you wrote the book? You didn't. When you first started this, you were not radical, right? You weren't in that political. I wasn't political. What has led to the awakening of the American working class people and middle class? And now you see, over the weekend, hundreds of thousands of people all over the country. In a self-organizing, nobody paid for this, nobody did. You see these self-organizing events. What has led to that?
5: I think it's the realization that everybody else has been lying to us. The media has been lying. I mean, if I hadn't written License to Lie and knew what I knew from the records of the cases I was writing about, that I was seeing and telling the truth— I wouldn't have known the media was lying about all of it. And I watched how they manipulated everyone before the trials of Arthur Anderson and Enron. The Houston Chronicle put 16 reporters on putting out the government's, quote, theory of the case on all those cases. And if the government's talking about a theory of the case, that means it doesn't have a case But they can make giving your mother a Christmas present sound like a federal crime, and that's what they did in the Anderson case essentially and in the Merrill Lynch case and in lots of others. And they used every means of prosecutorial misconduct to ensure convictions to destroy the company and Merrill Lynch executives and and hundreds of other people in Houston. And that was all led by Leslie Caldwell and the Department of Justice and Andrew Weissman. And oh guess who their supervisor was when Weissman was running the Enron task force? None other than Christopher Ray. So when I saw all these names come up again, I just I just went ballistic. And How did then,
3: Christopher Ray become President Trump's pick to run the FBI? The guy you're replacing, Cindy Powell's gonna replace Chris Ray's gonna get fired tomorrow night as soon as the polls close. About Haspel, clean your desk out, you're getting fired uh Secretary of defense fired then they're gonna i think fauci fired right get rid of all of them um what um what, how did chris
5: ray become head of the fbi i don't know nobody asked me i wish they had uh, i heard that chris christie nominated him he was a big push for saint berman with the southern
3: district of new york two disastrous chris christie recommendations along a long line if chris christie had run the transition you would have had, Even worse developments than we currently had, Jack Max.
2: One thing I think that everybody has to pay attention to as we uncover this vast espionage program where we had Chinese agents running Hunter Biden on behalf of his family so that they could get access to our secrets, access to our technology, purchase companies, etc. Remember these two characters from the impeachment era, Peter Strozik and Bill Prystap. These guys ran counter-espionage, and while they were running the false counter-espionage narrative trying to remove a duly elected president, what were they doing concerning all the information that we are finding now, moment gonna by put moment?
3: On, they're going to all be put under investigation, McCabe and the whole crowd. Where were they when the biggest existential threat to this country was... Doing a massive influence operation to control one of the leading families in the Democratic Party and buy them off. People are coming to this awakening. Also, it's already having a uh, uh, an impact on the uh, on the campaign. And most importantly, a chop block Biden. Here's the key part: from the very first moment that the story came out, Biden took ten days. For ten days, he did two events. This is the same type of chop block we gave Hillary Clinton. She never recovered from the from the women her her husband had assaulted or raped. Never recovered from that debate in uh, in st louis she never recovered from it never got there never got there st- never stabilized same with Biden. he took 10 days and he hid and that's where trump was able to do the big turn trump had actually had uh got to b- get the nation's focus on him for 10 days okay i want to bring in uh, raheem kassam do we have raheem's uh piece from uh from up in scranton can we put that up right now let's get that ready and Vish you tell me when it's ready to go and we've got uh, raheem raheem kassam's gonna join us we actually did a little piece uh, a few minutes ago, and we want to get it up. we got people live in Scranton. Okay, we're going to play it
6: right now. All right, here we are outside in the freezing cold in Evoca in Pennsylvania, just down the road from where the rally's going to take place in just a couple of hours. winning,
1: some- Pennsylvania? <laughs> yeah!
6: You can't get rid of him. Um, I've got some uh, some great patriots here. I want to talk to you guys. How are you feeling about the election in general at the moment? 100% positive. Yeah. I'm Trump going to win. win.
5: Yeah. very excited very positive the numbers are on our side the support the, the everything everything's on our side you
6: know i was I, the t- energy I, I turned on cnn this morning right in my hotel room and they're just going with the whole mantra you know you might win on the night but you know you count the mail and ballots six days later seven days later they're going to try and challenge these how do you guys feel about it? are you ready for a fight a throwdown after this thing yeah we
5: I, I think the, the I was, don't believe there's going to be a fight or a throwdown. Trump is going to get 271 electoral votes. Landslide election night. What do you say to all
6: these, you know, the experts out there who are saying, oh, but you've got to wait several weeks. I
5: want to know why you didn't call me. <laughs> <laughs> where are the phone calls? We didn't get any where are calls the phone either. calls? It not a reason. single, this is the rest of our we You go. Catch on.
6: On. Oh, here Come we go. go over, over, over. Over. None okay. of us
5: not one person was polled. Where is Hunter? So Hunter? who are these Someone people? tell me where he is?
6: So, so sure let's, really let me dead. ask you guys about he's that. The media right won't cover the hard drive from hell, but certainly you guys have seen what's come out from Hunter Biden's hard drive, the, the elements of him using his father's position, getting big business deals in Ukraine, in China. Do you, I mean, do you think even if Trump wins, do you think he should still pursue these people? Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. because Joe Biden was in
5: office, in office right. when this took place. Right. Now takes are for sale. Real. We're not for sale. That's right. right. He, he wasn't airport. a private he citizen. And this is the second
2: laptop. $3 million it's
5: not, not the first, it's right. the second rate, laptop. So, in a month. That's, so, does he fight down a
6: direction of this story? You think this is kind of clear? We'll absolutely. People know. Intelligent
5: people
1: know. Yeah. Well, now his brother is building a complex in Iraq. Why isn't he building anything in America? And they're going all these countries and taking all, all these structures in our country. Are I've been trying to hear
6: that. We might have to get down the bounty on after us. Uh, <laughs> month there, you know? Well, there you go, guys. Well, Happy to be here. We'll see you later on. Go
0: 2020. We're ready.
3: That's the tenacity right there of not just Raheem Ghassan with the live report, but also the people that go for hours in advance and line up for this. Bad news for the Bidens. Bad news for the Democrats. When all the Democrats that watch this show, Madeline Peltz and the guys at Media Matters, all you folks, the deplorables now have the receipts. They have the receipts because Noah Benjamin, Jack Maxie and the rest of the War Room team have been pounding it out there. They have the receipts, and they want their day of judgment. Okay, it's not going to be tomorrow. Joe Biden's not going to win this, but Joe Biden is going to be in the dock at some point in time. Okay, the great quote of that: "We are not for sale, Biden family. We are not for sale. You sold us out to the Chinese Communist Party. The people now have the receipts. They want a full accounting of all of this." Raheem, I want to go. One thing, well, the only thing I didn't quite get that people are not totally up to speed on, and I want to get Sydney's uh, thoughts on this too. We've got to understand something. And this is where Jason Miller, our old wingman here in the, uh, in the war room, said the quiet part out loud on Stephanopoulos yesterday. Trump's going to be, he's already going to have won some big ones like Ohio, but he's going to be leading in some big ones like Florida and Pennsylvania tomorrow night. But there's still going to be, he's going to be the victor. However, they're going to try to reverse this in the canvassing rooms where they try to count these votes. And, of course, the media melted down. They're going to try to steal this. After, sorry if you don't like the word. That's what you're going to try to do is steal it. That's what I said on Vice or on uh, the Circus a month ago, five weeks ago, to open their new season. I said it's going to be a knife fight in there to to certify every ballot. If the ballot can be certified, it should count. Ballot can't be certified, and certification is defined as everything's correct: signature, registration. If it needs a witness, witness. Correct envelope, all of it. If it's certified, it counts. We're a democracy. But if it's not certified, and we know you vote by the pound down in Philadelphia, you vote by the pallet, right? So, Raheem, one thing, the people understand where's Hunter, they understand the corruption, they understand the Biden uh, family crime syndicate. Do they really understand that tomorrow night's just a kickoff of a process that's going to be brutal?
6: Well, that's what I think um, is lacking here. Uh, from speaking to people all this morning, and it's been very cold out here. We're, slightly, we're somewhere slightly warmer uh, right now to come to you guys. But speaking to people outside today this all this morning, I don't think people are clued up right now just to the extent of the cheating that we can expect from the Democrat Party after uh, election night. Uh, I think more people are starting to realize, and I think they're starting to realize, you know, we just put a story up on the National Pulse, Steve, about what you talked about this morning in the first hour, this hawkfish document, which goes to show it proves that they have been, this is Michael Bloomberg's data analytics firm, very heavily tied to the uh, Democratic National Committee, and they have actually been focus testing uh, memes, images, graphics, and videos that try and tell the public, hey, it ain't over yet. In the three to six to nine to 12 days after the election, they've tested all these different messages, uh, and they've got, oh, well, this one shifts people to our favor by three points, and this one shifts people to our favor by five points, and so they're gearing up for this huge disinformation campaign. And here's the thing. People have to realize it. all the Democrats do all the time is project, project over Ukraine, project over China, project over everything. They're projected over the attack on the norms. They say this president will attack the norms. He'll refuse to abide by the election norms. But what they're doing here is they it's it's in print. We put it up on the National Post this morning. They have um, gone to focus groups to figure out how they attack the norms of an American election and what works, which is to say reject the result as we know it on Wednesday morning and drag this process out for for, for weeks, if not months.
3: Here's the buried lead, in, in Hawkfish, National Pulse has got it, massive exclusive. they got the inside baseball of what the Bloomberg, this is what the opposition, they're the special forces for the Bloomberg operation, the whole Democratic Party. The buried lead is they've resigned themselves to the fact that that trump's going to be up on election night they even did some mock headlines in the new york times and cnn and how it would play and and how that would unfortunately for them reinforce unless the new york times and these guys write the headlines the right way and they're making recommendations on how the headlines should be written because written in the wrong way it'll start to depress uh their operations so they're they are very focused and coordinated on this are they not mr Raheem kassam
6: yeah, that's right, and you're right to point that out. They've, they've mocked up what the Fox News front page would be, the home page, what the New York Times would look like on the night, and they basically say that, you know, phrases such as Trump cruises to early victory shouldn't be used, and instead that the media should be using phrases such as, uh, you know, Trump clings on to power amongst election uncertainty. Uh, you know, look, we saw from the Transition Integrity Project, we, we reported back on that on, on the war room, in, in early August of, and we went through the document and they revealed for themselves how they uh, demanded big tech would take action to silence and suppress not just the president's supporters, but potentially even the president's account, if he preemptively, in their words, preemptively uh, uh, you know, says that he's won the election. And then secondly, how the media should be working. And that hasn't changed. What's changed is the transition integrity project got called out. And so they've, they've transitioned their whole operation now to different entities and organizations, Hawkfish being one of the leading ones in all of this, and we've got the documents, you've seen them, uh, we've got the receipts, and we we show uh, line by line how they intend to do that, how they intend to kind of psychologically attack the mindset of the American public to not believe election night results.
3: Okay, we got to jump real quickly. Alexandra, is the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, going to carry Pennsylvania, yes or no?
4: Yes.
3: And, uh, and, and he's
4: going like to do to that. Yeah. To Raheem's point, the Republican Party
5: and people on the ground, Trumpers, maybe even new leaders in the movement, in the Republican Party, are organized, they've got, literally got polling places and lawyers
4: covering everywhere. that We didn't have that four years ago. So I think it's going to be a lot tougher for them to steal from us this year than, than they tried in the past.
3: Okay, thank you guys. Live report from Scranton. Alexander Priet and uh, Raheem Gassam. Great job, guys. We'll push, that, we'll push the national pulse. Thank, thank you. General Tom McInerney, one of the most respected officers in of the United States military, and Nigel Farage will be joining us next. Nigel, live from Scranton. A gathering of the tribes of the populist nationalists throughout the world in Scranton today for Donald J. Trump as he comes to lock down Northeast Pennsylvania. As goes northeast Pennsylvania, so goes the state. As goes the state, so goes the country. All next. War Room Pandemic. Spread
0: the word the Let's take down long War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is
5: a demon,
0: and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room, Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K.
3: Banner. Okay, we're going to go live right back to Northeast Pennsylvania to the airport of Worksbury. And uh, Nigel Farage, the leader of uh, UKIP, the leader of the Brexit movement, one of the leaders of the populist nationalist movement globally, he's been out in Arizona. He's been all over the country uh, for President Trump and opening for him, been talking for him. Nigel, thank you very much. I know it's a little cold, sir. Thank you for doing this for us.
1: No problem at all, Steve. I've got to tell you, it may be cold. In fact, it's very cold. And yet they're turning up in their thousands, uh, as they've done over the last week or two all over the country. And, you know, I've been involved in lots of elections, but I've also witnessed many elections all over the world, including the 2016 campaign here in America when Trump took the country by storm. I've got to tell you, I am in absolutely no doubt the level of enthusiasm, the degree of momentum is even higher in 2020 than it was in 2016. It's just extraordinary to watch. And I have to say, the president himself, I mean, his, his human dynamo-like tour, this rally after rally, the energy that he's putting into it, and he's also got the messaging absolutely right and clear. So, I mean, you know, unless I'm misreading things... I think the polls are out of date. I think the polls are using skewed methodology. And I I'm, honestly, I think he's going to win. I really, really do, Steve.
3: Nigel, you were there at Brexit when it looked dark days and they had the polling. We were going to get crushed on Brexit. You let it. We won. You were there in 16. You came over for us in 16, did all these rallies down south, down in Pensacola, and western Florida, and Mississippi, all over. We, it, it, the media was mocking us when we brought you over, and we turned around and won. Here you can feel something's happening and it's self organizing all over the country. What do you think is driving this level of intensity, this level of urgency, this level of enthusiasm?
1: Well, I think there are two things going on here. I mean, number one is that Donald Trump has shown himself to be a political leader. No one knew whether he could make that transformation. Um, and I do think the phrase promises made, promises kept is very, very important. So, people. People now believe in this guy. But I think what the world is facing with this choice is enormous. I mean, if Biden were to win, it's back to globalism. Make no mistake about it. And, and who is there? Who is there in the Western world? Because, you know, America's not just voting for its president. It's voting for the leader of the free world. Who else is there that has actually got the guts to stand up to the Chinese Communist Party? Who is there? Amongst Western world leaders, with the moral courage to point out that Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and Marxist movements that literally want to destroy our society and destroy our communities. And I think it's a realization that, and I know people say this at election times, but honestly, I think this is the most important election we've seen in my lifetime. And I think a lot of people are waking up to that fact, Steve.
3: Nigel, thank you very much. look forward to when you get back down here for uh, election night. Nigel Farage, one of the great political leaders in the world, the the guy that uh, did Brexit on his shoulders, just like Donald Trump's doing 2016 and 2020 in his shoulders. Nigel, thank you so much for standing there and freezing for us. Really appreciate it. What a fabulous guy. Okay. um,
2: There were some poll questions that kind of covered what Nigel touched upon, right, whether or not this guy's going to be strong and stand up to China. And, for example, they say that – let me try and put standing I tell up for China, uh, China, only 72% choose Trump standing up for China and only 28% choose Biden. I want to, want to hold it
3: for right now for a second because we got General McInerney and then he's got a bolt, but we try and get him back to straight. General McInerney, uh, thank you for joining us on uh, War and Pandemic. You've got some breaking news we've got to talk about. It's one of the reasons we have Sidney Powell over here today. Something very disturbing. There's been a site called America, the American Report. It's got a woman named Mary Fanning who's done some incredible reporting particularly about a uh, a guy named Dennis Montgomery. What is it uh, this this thing that's going around about this this project or this system called Hammer? Explain to our audience uh, w- w- what this is and, and why it's why it's, should be of such concern to people in this current situation that we're in. Uh
4: yes, so Will Steve, <clears throat> the fact is is that Hammer is a what we call a SIGINT, a signals intelligence program that the uh, NSA came up with years ago. The uh, CIA picked it up under the Obama administration, and I broke it in March of 2017 about what they were doing on the Russian hoax. But the fact is the Obama administration took this system and they put in an application in this SIGINT program called Scorecard and scorecard changes votes at a certain point in the voting stream. And if I can, and by the way, uh, the Obama administration used it in the 2012 election in Florida, and so both Obama and Biden are very familiar with it. K- K- I've got to make a quote here. Yep. And, and it's, it's important that we all understand it. It's by Joseph Stalin. I consider it completely unimportant Who in the party will vote or how. But what is extraordinarily important is this. Who will count the votes? Now, Steve, we have a desperate Democratic Party that will do anything to bring the country to a totalitarian state and as far left as they want. They used it in the primaries, and uh, Bernie lost to Biden because they used it in the primaries. So it is ready to go. I just found out about this yesterday. Sydney has played a very important role in assisting me and and Mary Fanning and Alan Jones and trying to get the word out. So the American people know all this enthusiasm you're talking about in Pennsylvania gets changed very quickly with this software program that switches 3% of the vote. Okay. Hang on a second.
3: Hang hang, hang on a second. General McInerney, I want you to give just quickly your bona fides. Talk just briefly. Give me a minute for the audience on your career.
4: Okay. 35 years in the Air Force. I ended up the number three man in the Air Force, uh, in the headquarters. I had four tours in Vietnam. I commanded the raid on Tripoli in 1986. We attacked Tripoli from, uh, my headquarters in England. Uh, I was then the vice commander-in-chief of U.S. Air Force of Europe and then the commander of Alaskan Command and Alaska NORAD region. Uh, so I had a very extensive operational uh, career and uh, I'm in the cloud business now and that's why I'm so intimately familiar with what hammer and scorecard can do and nobody knows it.
3: Okay, now, also, you're one of the most revered Officers in the U.S. Air Force, an unbelievable career. I want to go to Hammer. Hammer was the single most important and the single most sophisticated, basically system that came up after 9/11 for really intelligence or counterintelligence about radical Islamic jihad and the ability to monitor that. Is that is that how the beginning of this started? It was a foreign surveillance system that allowed uh, the 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 national security and intelligence apparatus to watch our enemies. Is that, is that how this thing started?
4: That's how it started, Steve. Very sophisticated, very, very capable. Yeah. Hammer. And, and, one- and the fact is, it was, then, it was then adopted with the software packages, like on your iPhone to the voting business. And it was to be used and it was used in foreign countries. And so <clears throat> it was, then moved over into the CIA, and they started looking at U.S. citizens. That is illegal. The CIA cannot look at U.S. citizens, and only the FBI with the proper FISA warrants, et cetera. Sydney knows all about this. You know all about this, and it is extremely important that this that this was taken out of the CIA when the Obama administration left. They used some to get it out. They still have it up and running. We know where it is located. We know it's active tonight. It's active. They've been looking at a whole host of things, as has the DNC using false IPs. And they are looking around and they're trying to set up this voting thing uh, that happens on Tuesday night. It's going to look good for President Trump, but they're going to change. And that's the danger that America and everybody must realize.
3: Uh, I just want to mention, we've got about two minutes here. In the next segment, uh, Sydney and I are going to drill down on this a little bit more, and we're going to talk about some polling and other things, but hopefully get you back before the end. Uh, Dennis Montgomery. The last time the audience heard about Dennis Montgomery, he was being uh, rounded up at his house. He had 47 hard drives I think he had taken from from, uh, Fort Meade. How does Dennis Montgomery fit into this story? He's
4: a genius, and he loves America. Dennis invented him. Dennis invented scorecard. He's the programmer that made all this happen, and he's on our side And at great personal risk, as well as he hasn't benefited financially from it. Uh, he is an absolute genius, and so he's extremely important what's going on it would have happened in 2016 steve except something happened to it that night when the obama crowd and the democrats tried to use it i can't talk about okay. that uh,
3: uh, general is it, i tell you yes. what let, let, why don't you hold that we i know you got to go for this next block we got Sidney powell here we're going to talk about that and what's happening here uh today and then we're going to get you back in the d block and we're going to we're going to talk it through Great. General Tom McInerney, one of the most uh, respected uh, veterans we have got a storied career in the United States Air Force. We're going to return. we got Jack Maxey, Sidney Powell. We're going to talk about it. The reason we're going to talk about this, somebody's got to expose this between now and tomorrow night because under no circumstances are we going to allow this to be stolen from us, okay? Zero probability. We don't care what stone we got to unturn, what set of cockroaches got to come out of it. You are not... Going to steal an election from the deplorables. On that, I can guarantee you. And you, you know why? You've got Conan the Barbarian as our presidential candidate, our carnivore. We're we'll gonna return in a moment. sydney Powell, finally gonna let her talk. <laughs> Next, my daughter, what are you laughing for? Next on War and <laughs> Pandemic. And we'll come back with her. Settle.
0: War room, pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon.
3: Okay, Sydney Powell, we have a huge audience. In fact, we had a call-in show on on Friday, uh, Vox Populi. I think and we had thousands of calls, couldn't get through, but I think that thirty uh, percent of the people that call through were Democrats that have flipped now to become Trump people by listening to the show because they like the information. They've finally kind of gone through their awakening. One th- one of my watchwords, there's no conspiracies, but there are also no coincidences. With General McInerney, who's a revered guy, and he's talking about a program, Hammer, that I can tell you when it was initially a thing, the name of the project itself was classified. Well. Not just the project. The project itself was classified. The name of it, even to know about it, was classified. Very compartmented. But, because we got a ton of, you know, we're followed by the Wall Street guys, followed by the hedge funds, we're followed by all the media, all the producers do their shows, and particularly left wing media, they're sitting there now. Why do we not have our tinfoil hats on? Why is this not like at the last second, you know, it's ban- you got Rudy, you got Rudy Farage, uh, Bannon, Sidney Powell, you got the crazies of the crazies. Now they brought in poor General McInerney, this revered guy, and, and now they have put their tinfoil hats on, and it's it's some conspiracy to steal it. By, by Brennan in the CIA. Why, why is this why is this not Cookville?
5: Well, General McInerney has been talking about it for at least three years. Uh, a separate source came to me completely unconnected out of Dallas that had identified computer replacement of votes. And there's a story out about that from more than a year ago. And then now it's all coming up again. We've got more verification. The point is and the reason this is all happening is because there are trillions of dollars at stake. The globalists, the communists, the Marxists, the Chinese Communist Party want to control the world and the power and the dollars that go with it. And they have to destroy the independence of we the people and the freedom and leadership of the United States to do that. That's their last big target. We are the end of the line for liberty and freedom and any semblance of justice. They will spend any amount of money they are willing to do absolutely anything to try to continue the graft and corruption that all of the evidence that's now coming out against Joe Biden exemplifies. It wasn't just Joe Biden. It's probably 80% Eighty percent of our public officials, at least in the federal government, and many in the states too. Okay,
3: I want to go back to General McInerney. That's a great analogy. The, where the the deplorables and and, and uh, what we stand for, you are the end of the line. Like it's like the twentieth Maine at Little Roundtop, right? There's nobody to the left of you. It's you, right? It's from you all the way back. So, anchor, yeah, look at General anchor.
5: Flynn's Twitter feed and read the articles that he's written recently about how important this election is and it's not just to this country it is to the entire world it is anybody who has any hope for freedom anywhere
3: and mike flynn is a uh, is a, an american patriot I, I believe will be the national security advisor in the uh, in the second term uh, as he's uh, as he's uh, his right is um as soon as this nonsense stops okay general McNair, i want to go back Dennis Montgomery is like the character uh, Nash in Beautiful Mind. I mean, this is one of the smartest programmers ever. He wrote this incredibly sophisticated program. And and, and that's why this event in August of 2015, when he was basically gathered up and had the 47 hard drives. Heck, we got one hard drive from Hunter, and we're still going through information. Um, He did this, as we now know. he He did this to essentially save his country and expose what's going on. What was he trying to expose, and what should the American people know today on the eve of this election that 250 flag officers sent a, a letter to President Trump said it's the most important, including my old boss, Tom Hayward, who said it's the most important election in the history of the republic. What is, what is Montgomery trying to tell us? What is the message we need to hear today?
4: Well, he's telling us right now, Steve, That we are on the verge of being compromised through cyber warfare, of which he is a master of, the most brilliant person in our country, on cyber warfare. And they have used this. They moved it from the intelligence, a very highly secure program, and they've moved it from there over to political treachery. And that's what it is. When they moved it out of the cia they moved it for their political use as they have politicized the intelligence community as we saw in the russian hopes and what they've done to general flynn all these things are in this force that you and sydney have been talking about that want to change america from what it is it goes back to the electoral college to the supreme court all these things are bundled to change america from being the de- Democratic Republic to a totalitarian regime. That means a socialist country, which the next step is communism. And that's why there can be no agreement between this Democratic Party and the Republican Party. One choice is freedom. One choice is communism. It's that
3: simple. G- General McInerney, this is why I think that what's I think people will struggle with. N- maybe not our audience, but people as this because this is going to get pushed out today. And seen by tens of millions of people as we push it our, our twitter feed alone had 58 million impressions 58 million impressions in the last 28 days so you came up through the system i mean you're you're one of the most revered guys at the highest levels of the united states air force and when people hear that you're talking about guys in the cia guys in dni guys in uh defense department you know when you talk about that our national security council our people in these political parties the wall street guys how did that happen? How, how, how did it, and how did it happen in, in broad daylight? Because I think people are sitting there, other people are maybe not part of our posse. You're going to sit there and go, these guys have lost their minds. But, but you were at the heart of it for many, many decades. When did it change? How did it change? And why did it change?
4: Well, first of all, Steve, I was involved with two changes from uh, Democrat to Republican administration to Republican to Democrat. In the Cold War, we all knew that the Soviet Union was the threat. And then when the Cold War, when we won it under Reagan, and we went in and it gradually started to change in the Clinton administration, and it it dramatically changed in the Obama administration. And uh, for whatever his rationale was, he saw all this technology, uh, a person that never really had a job, he saw the inside of our intelligence community, and he put the people like Brennan, like Comey, all these people that were put in, and gradually they changed the system with the people of the swamp. And that was the greatest change. I didn't see it coming until, of course, President Trump won, and we saw what they did in the Russian hoax. I knew very early that what they had done on the Russian hoax, I couldn't say it but I saw it very early. So you see what a chap like Mueller, who betrayed our nation with what he did, and all those people were doing it for personal benefit, and and it came in the eight years of the Obama administration. And unfortunately, President Trump has not been able to clean it out. We wonder why Ray is the FBI director when he was involved with all the things he was involved with. Well, that's because the name circulated came up through Jeff Sessions and the bureaucracy and other outside people, you mentioned some of them, as recommending them. And they didn't understand what their goals were. We now do. It is a clear choice on Tuesday whether we vote to be a communist society endgame or We are a free democratic republic. It is an either or. If we don't win on this election, that will be the last free election this country ever has.
3: General McInerney, do you have a Twitter handle or is the way you have a website? How do do people get to, to, to see more about it? We're going to follow this, obviously, quite intensely. Uh, in the next uh, 24, 48 hours very intensely as we get the plug pulled on. Just want the DNC to know we're going to pull the plug on hammer. We're going to pull the plug on scorecard. You're not going to use cyber warfare to uh, steal this election. American people are going to vote. Those votes that can be certified are going to count. Those votes that can't be certified are not going to count, and you're not going to be able to stuff the ballot box. Not going to happen. The people are going to vote, and it comes out, hey, if Trump loses on 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 a fair vote, then Trump loses on a fair vote. OK, that's not going to happen because we know he's going to on a fair vote. He's going to win. You got two choices here. Trump wins or you steal it. You're not and that stealing possibility. Here's they had three options. Uh, Biden does a knockout punch tomorrow night. That's already off the table. We know that from the Hawkfish document. You can see up on National Polls. They know they're not going to have a knockout punch. They had a chance to have that three and a half weeks ago. didn't close. OK, number two, Trump wins. And, or they try to steal it. That's the options, right? And they're not going to steal it. And they're not going to steal it because you got patriots like General McInerney, Sidney Powell, and others that are on watch, on the ramparts 24 7. Okay? And we're going to be relentless in this. You guys all laughed on the hard drive from hell. We know the hard drive from hell had a, had a Maggie Haberman and Ruttenberg and all the Ken Vogel, all the guys wrote the front page of the New York Times story yesterday. Hey, tough break for swell guys. Right? This thing had an impact. And you you said, oh, it's just this crazy Russian intel. No, it was not. That's a lie. You knew it was a lie when you came up with it. All the mainstream media knew it was a lie. Had nothing to do with Russia. It's right off the hard drive. And you know who knew it? The Bidens knew it. And everybody out there, that's why Why did no surrogates, why did Fast Eddie Rendell and all these guys never come forward and say he's wrong? You know why? They all knew it's right. They all knew it's right. And look, I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, no coincidence, but the FBI has had this since December. Also about coincidences, Jason Miller goes on TV yesterday on George Stephanopoulos and says the quiet part out loud. Hey, we're going to be ahead that night. He's going to claim victory, and then we're going to fight and not let you steal it, and they melt down. Who melted down the most? The next guest, Anita Dunn. What Stephanopoulos forgot to say is Anita Dunn uh, is married to Bob Bauer. Bob Bauer, is the, he's the chairman of the legal part of Perkins Coy. He's the professor now. He, uh, Mark, Mark Elias reports to him. Bauer is the overall guy doing the law lawfare part. Guess what Bauer's father? Bauer's father was lit up during the McCarthy hearings by who? Roy Cohn, right? An anti-communist hunter, right? Hunted down Bob Bauer's dad who never really answered the questions. The State Department being infested, the U.S. government being infested with, with Soviet operatives. We now know that from the Venona uh, things that I.F. Stone in the Nation magazine, I.F. Stone, a KGB operative, okay? Bob Bauer's father, part of that. Bowers the guy's on top of this. No conspiracy, but no coincidence. And just randomly you have Anita Dunn, just happens to be the random person that's going to follow uh, Jason Miller yesterday. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we connect dots here, okay? We connect dots. This is a fight for the greatest republic in the history of mankind, the most powerful nation on Earth. The nation has freed more people than any nation in mankind's history, cumulatively, right? That's the stakes. General McInerney, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. We're going to have you on tomorrow. We're going to figure this thing out. We're going to get the plug pulled on scorecard in Hammer. Sorry, Brennan. Sorry, Comey. Sorry, DNC. Sorry, President Obama. Sorry, not sorry. We're going to get it pulled. Sidney Powell is going to join us in a second. This is the fight of your lifetime. This is the inflection point of this republic. And General McInerney is right. We lose this. It's over. Right. Stakes couldn't be higher. That's what, what do you think. People are freezing out there at Wilkesbury Airport right now. They understand the stakes. Why is there a 96 mile caravan in Tucson, Arizona, which is not exactly the most right wing part of Arizona and not reported by the mainstream media? Why is the Tappan Zee Bridge shut down with Trump people? There's an uprising, a peaceful uprising, not the dirtbags of Antifa. I think and the you sur- mean the Cuomo Bridge, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can never say that I can say it. you love that because of the detail okay we're going to get we're going to talk about the lawfare part Bill McGinley giving you updates months and weeks ahead of everything as we join us next on what to look for so, Clyburn's out there right now saying hey it's voter suppression voter intimidation got the affidavits getting ready to go to court on next War and Pandemic
0: War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon, the epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this
5: demon hide.
0: War room, pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen
3: K. Bannon. Okay, the live stream and the uh, ha- and our hashtag War Room Pandemic is on fire today. Uh, before we get to hammer, you've had about ten marriage proposals. I'm just. I- <laughs> It's a rowdy, the crowd is very rowdy today. In fact, two guys were already married, Said, so hey, good they? No, not going to go there. <laughs> no, she's no, a no, good no. girl. She's a very good Carolina girl. <laughs> yeah. I know she's living in Texas, but a good Carolina girl. Um, just real quickly, why should we not? Why are people not going to sit there? Madeline Pouts is already typing up the 10 hats for us. Why is this not 10 hat on hammer and scorecard?
5: Well, there's already evidence from multiple sources that it exists. And absolute confirmation of it, it's even been moved off its original site into a private company that they're trying to protect it from. But Obama, Biden, Clapper, Comey, Mueller all know about it, helped uh, create it and know how to use it against the American people. There's evidence that any number of judges, I think over 100 judges, they collected information on. A a lot of lawyers, thousands of lawyers, including me, I'm told, was collected on by it. And businesses, particular businesses, churches, they've gotten uh, names and addresses of people from certain churches, uh, anti-abortion groups. They're using it for their social and political issues.
3: When you're FBI director, you're going to clean all this up? The Mar- American people get a commitment from you that you're going to do this?
5: Yes, regardless of political party. I will be a very highly equal opportunity offender.
3: Sidney Powell, you heard it there first. I uh, want to go now to Bill McGinley who's been so far ahead. Bill, what you, you've been so far ahead of every issue on the legal side, on the lawfare side, and particularly when I saw Clyburn – Talk about he's already got the affidavit. He's got 100 affidavits. (laughs) I had to sit there and go, oh, my God, McGinley said that four weeks ago. Right. They're going to be coming in on for the poll watchers. Give us your assessment right now on the day before where we stand with the lawfare part of it. He's heard. uh, Jason Miller said the quiet part out loud yesterday. Hey, we're going to be winning Tuesday night and now they're going to try to steal it from us. They're going to try to steal it in the counting rooms and in the courtrooms. Where do we stand, Bill McGinley?
7: to be a fallacy on election night because we're going to know pretty early um, through the Sunbelt states, Florida, Georgia. um, We're also going to know Texas and Arizona probably pretty early and Iowa. If the president um, takes all those states, um, then we are going to be on to the Midwest states um, that are going to be the true battleground, which will be Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota. But I also put North Carolina. Uh, into that category because under the court actions, they're going to be able to accept the absentee ballots up until November 12th. So basically, the way to view election night is going to be in stages. It's going to be the early returning states through the South uh, and the Southwest um, that should be able to get their returns in late Tuesday night, early Wednesday. Um, Then we're going to move into the Midwest with Iowa, and then it's going to be whether what the margins are Um, in the Midwest states, the battleground states, the Rust Belt uh, in North Carolina. So there's not going to be a red mirage. We're going to know how this thing is going to unfold um, pretty early. Um, The other thing is, is that you're starting to see, you know, some people warn about um, the spreading of false rumors um, about, you know, issues at polling places. And I'm not talking about your typical ones, which is a machine malfunction. Some workers don't show up. Uh, that could be causing long lines, uh, but the type of you know rumor and fear mongering uh, that would prevent people from heading out to the polls. Um, journalists and everybody else need to be very responsible about this on election day. Um, if you haven't voted early, you need to vote tomorrow. Um, we've talked about this every time that 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 we've had a conversation about this election. This is a turnout election. If you haven't voted, please make plans to vote tomorrow. Clear your deck, give yourself a significant amount of time um, so that you can actually wait in line if there are times. If you, if you don't have to wait in line, uh, then you can reclaim some of those hours to go do something else. But please allocate yourself enough time so that you can actually stay there and get your ballot cast. It's critically important that everybody shows up to vote. I can't say this enough. Vote, 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 uh, and make sure that you do this.
3: No, the game day vote, we put a lot of pressure on the shoulders because when we put up there that we think is going to be 289, that requires a big showing on game day, right? So, Bill, what should be – what what are the things – you've got about a minute and a half. What should be the things that people should be looking for on the legal side over the next 24, 48 hours?
7: Sure. Uh, The Department of Justice just put out its press release um, where they're going to be – the Civil Rights Division – where they're going to be sending their Election Day monitors – Um, Typically, when the monitors show up, it usually uh, eases any sort of issues. They're there to make sure that everybody has the right to vote. Anybody who should can vote um, should be uh, afforded that opportunity. So I don't think there's going to be any issues there. They're deploying them everywhere from Alaska to Pennsylvania uh, to numerous other states. Um, And so it's 28 states in total. So the Department of Justice Civil Rights Division is going to be on the scenes to make sure that everything goes smoothly. Um, You're also going to see One of the things you got to remember about an election, it's not just Republican versus Democrat, Trump versus Biden. These election officials, the state and local election officials, have a vested interest in making sure that this election goes smoothly. Why? Because it's their reputation at stake. Um, And a lot of these folks are kind of like a third party in the middle of the election. And so one of the reasons that you want to make sure that you have coverage all over the place and bring transparency to the process is because if there are issues... Um, people can run that issue up the chain of command uh, to, so that they can contact the secretary of state's office, the county registrar's office, to try and get those issues fixed as quickly as possible so that people can cast their ballots. Um, and the true winner of the election is, is, is basically the person who gets the most votes. Um, so we're going to see all sorts of news stories tomorrow. Cut through the, you know, focus on the signal, not the noise, and make sure you vote. Please vote.
3: Uh, Bill, what's your Twitter handle?
7: it's at wj mcginley wj mcg
3: thank you brother fantastic uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning we're going to be back here also tomorrow night starting at seven o'clock we'll be on the roof in no matter how windy or how cold until until it's done
5: to follow on what bill said if you don't have a plan yet to vote you can go to IWillvote.com. And find your state that you're registered in and your polling location, and come up with a plan tonight to vote tomorrow.
3: How do people get? Uh, how do people get more access to you? What's your Twitter handle? What's Twitter site? handle
5: is at Sydney Powell one s i d n e y. Website sydneypowell.com. You can register for updates there on the Flynn case and everything else.
3: You're going to be able to stop Hammer and Scorecard.
5: Uh, we intend to stop Hammer and Scorecard. And
3: Sydney Powell says it. It's take that to the bank. Okay. Future FBI director, Sidney Powell. Can't wait for the confirmation hearings.
2: Hey, I'd like to say what Leslie Anderson said. Have faith, pray, and let's all meet at the past tomorrow night.
3: Was it, stick to the plan or whatever it is? Let's blow some heads up right now. Okay. Tomorrow, 10 a.m., back in the war room.